Hey, thanks for listening to the Shifter Spirits podcast. A quick FYI before we get started, I've added a new feature to the show. For years now, before I send out a blog post, I try to tune in and listen for something that will speak directly to you, that will serve as a message, like an oracle. And I get email replies every week with tons of you saying the post was a direct answer to a question you had. This is a really popular phenomenon for both of us, and I want to bring that to the podcast. So, at the very end of this episode, after my final links and credits, I have a channeled message for you. Be thinking about a question or concern you have. It may be answered by the show itself, but hold it in your mind, and I'll come back on at the end and leave you with something extra. Okay, so, back to the show. I'm your host, Slade Robertson. For over 10 years, I've been a professional intuitive counselor and the author of the blog, Shift Your Spirits, where I try to write about spirituality with fewer hearts and flowers than most New Age blather. I also mentor emerging intuitives, psychics, and healers in a program called Automatic Intuition. One of my intentions for this show is to feature the unique voices of others who write and teach about these subjects. So on this episode, I'm sharing a conversation with Diana Fragman. Diana is a wisdom blogger who's committed to inspiring older women to recognize and own that they're the most powerful brand females come in. Hi, Slade. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Wonderful. It's really good to have you here. Um, just by way of introducing yourself, um, for those of you, for those out there who don't know you, why don't you just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and about your website, Crone Confidence. Well, the reason that um, I'm focusing on my demographic, and I'm and I'm 53, is because I have met so many women in my age group, little younger, little older, who have um, you know come to this stage of their life, and they're like, uh, you know, they've moved into their crone years. They're no longer you know um, nurturing mothers. They're no longer um, doing all the things that society expects of them to do. And they have, they're looking at their lives and they're looking forward and they're going, now what am I going to do? And you, I, I can only speak from a female point of view, but, um, you know, a lot of women, because we've always been servers, pleasers, nurturers, we've always looked at, um, put other people's focuses first before ourselves. And so when you get to this stage of the game, you start going, well, you know, I don't have kids that need me anymore. You know, I, I do have a job, but I don't really need to maybe do it anymore. Or maybe I'm getting to the point where I'm retired and I don't even have a job anymore. What is it that I actually want to do for myself? And I, and like I said, I only can speak for my own self and the people I've talked to. It is the hardest question that you can ask yourself is what, what do I want to do? What do I want to do next? And it, because now it's all about yourself. It's not about, oh, you know, my uh, children need me or my husband needs me or a significant other needs me. Um, it's it's all about me now. And for the for the record, um, I'll put links to everything that we talk about in the show notes so that those who are listening can go and actually click and go right to some of these things that we might bring up, including your website and, and the project that we're going to talk about today. So um, 
a, the reason why I have you here today is because you came up with this idea for a project that you're calling the 3 by 3 project. And I wanted to let everyone know a little bit of the background about how that relates to me and, and the connection that you and I shared and um, and kind of give the backstory about where it came from in my head um, and then um, let you tell what happened when it got into your head because it's really cool. So um, just by way of background, um, I posted an article on December 31st. 2016 and we're recording this in mid-March 2017 so back on New Year's Eve um, as I often do I think I've this was my 10th or 11th time having to come up with some original sort of New Year's intention post and I always want to do something fresh. Um, I've always thought that the concept of resolutions needed a lot of work. <laughs> and so one of the things that I've always done is try to come up with an alternate way of thinking about um, the New Year's intentions and create something also maybe practical or simplified, something other than just your typical, I'm going to do something really great for, you know, the next year, but, you know, you run out of steam two months in. So um, this year for New Year's, I was around that time between Christmas and New Year's. I do a lot of um, introspection and planning as anyone does. But for me, a lot of it revolves around creative projects and things that I'm doing for my websites and my business, etc. Um, there's usually writing projects involved as well as blogging and things like this podcast. And so I was working on my first quarter business plan or my marketing plan, which is not as complex and intense and cool as it sounds. It's really just me kind of sitting down and deciding, you know, okay, what's my focus here for this first sort of three-month chunk of the year? Um, and so that's a very much a, a business mindset thing, you know, quarter one, quarter two, that kind of um, language. And so when it comes to like my personal life and my creativity, I tend to do things seasonally. Um, and for some reason, I think of those as being two completely different things. And I had this epiphany that I realized, um, okay, well, seasons and quarters really are the same thing. And I noticed that, you know, I have a really specific sort of way of simplifying my business plan goals each quarter. And it's it just sort of dawned on me, like I had this question, what would happen if you applied this business style quarterly planning and assessment to other areas of your life that you want to improve or that you want to make some kind of accomplishment in? So um, just the basic recipe is that, you know, I, I pick something for that overall time period from, say, in this example, it's January, February and March. And one of the things that I found being self-employed is that you can't look at everything on a weekly basis or a monthly basis in terms of your income or how much exposure you're getting or even how much you're working. Um, you'll drive yourself nuts because it can be a real roller coaster of feast or famine. And so one of the things that I like to do is just really back it out and look at things in larger chunks of time, such as a quarter. And one of the things that I always notice that, that kind of gives me a little bit of um, consolation, so to speak, is I can have a really tremendous 
one month within that three month period, and then I can have one that's not so great. And what happens when you look at them individually is you get really stressed out. You know, you're like on this bipolar experience <laughs> of going really excited and then, and then crashing and burning, you know, in the next month. And I thought, okay, um, the more mature way to kind of look at this is to just, you know, compare it over a longer period of time and see if everything comes out in the wash. And what I found is it always does. Within every quarter, there's kind of a, a peak period and then there's a valley. For me, the valley is often in the middle. And then in that third kind of month home stretch, things often kind of come together and I end up in a place that I feel pretty good about. So anyway, um, that's kind of the mindset. And I thought, well, you know, rather than having this huge mindset of a year's resolution, which is too big for anyone to manage, um, most people kind of do things within a month, which, as I just described, is sometimes a little bit too close. Um, so I thought, well, what if we just do the concept of intentions and resolutions around this three-month period. So for me, what that means is picking kind of one goal that sits above all the others. Sometimes it's something new that I'm bringing in, or it's just the one thing that's, you know, at the top of the to-do list, always front of mind. And I find three simple actions per week that I can do that moves that goal forward. And here's the big clincher. You don't judge anything until all three months are in. So on my post, which I'll link to, it was called Change Your Life in Three Months. Um, I said at the end, does anybody want to test my theory? Because I actually hadn't done this yet until this year. And that's when you came in. And so I got an email from you and you contacted me and you told me about this idea that you had. So tell us about that idea. Well, I've actually started in November because... Um I'm, I'm a firm believer in following the seasons as well. And I believe that, you know, when you look at nature, nature actually plants, plants its seeds in November when all the harvest is done and the, the plants have died down. Those seeds get planted into the ground and they burrow in and they just sort of sit there over the winter. And so I actually wrote a po post about that in November and I sort of, you know, started planting some seeds of thoughts of what I wanted to do and how I wanted to move forward. And I thought I'll just let these, you know, sit and fallow ground for a couple of months. And um, and along came your post, and I read it, and I thought, you know, that's that's a very achievable um, action plan because I have a habit of overanalyzing things and getting way above myself. And I know a lot of people do. And I thought, you know, if I just focus one step at a time you know, I'll get to a goal. So I decided to, you know, sort of um, up the ante on my uh, blog, which I've been doing for three years. And I thought, you know, it's time to, as I put it, put my big girl pants on and go play in the big sandbox and see what I can do with this. And, and like you said, I approached you and, you know, and I thought, well, I called it the three by three project because it's like three action plans a week for three months. And, you know, I, I put that post out there and then I went, oh, my God, what have I done? You know, I've like declared myself out to the world that now I've got to step up and do this. But, you know, it's interesting because I find that um, what it's actually done for me 
is it's made me ultra focus and and that's really what I needed to do. I needed to focus and I needed to, um, you know, um, put that big picture in front of me and sort of say, okay, each week, I'm only going to think about what steps I can do this week. And I'm not going to think about next week. I'm not going to worry about last week. I'm just going to think about this week. And so far, it's really been amazing, um, you know, that, uh, you know, I've, I'm a firm believer that, you know, uh, when the when the student's ready, ready, the teacher appears. And and it's it's amazing when you put that flow out there and that intention out there, how all of a sudden all these opportunities or all these ideas or, um, you know, people come forward and, and help you along. So it's been so far, so far, so good. And it's been uh, quite an amazing uh, experience thus far. So I think that you made a really good point there about the difference between calendar seasons versus natural seasons or moon cycles or any of these things. And um, sometimes people will get hung up on some of the things I put out there. I do do around new moons, you know, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'll start things around the moon cycles. Um, and sometimes people get a little nervous and they're afraid that if they don't do it exactly at a certain time that it doesn't work. And and I always let everyone know, you know what, you can find an option. Um, you can create a start date or an um you know you can put a parenthesis anywhere you want to it's really kind of your choice and it's your will and like you said it's it's the decision to focus really mm-hmm. intently on this thing so i wanted people to know that you know um I'm very close to the end of my three by three project when we're recording this. You are a few weeks into yours, That's I right. believe. And I'm on week four. Yeah. And so by the time that um, everyone might be listening to this, um, you know, it could be somewhere else. So I want anyone who who is listening to what we're talking about to know that um, they can create that for themselves at whatever point they want to. So if you're listening to this in the middle of April and you feel inspired to start next week, <laughs> then by all means do that. You know, it's it's like you said, it's that that um, rush of the idea and you put it out there and then suddenly like the spotlight is on you to perform, you know. Um, Absolutely. So one thing I was curious about hearing about it a little bit is if you could tell us when you said, you know, that you kind of made the focus your blog, um, mm-hmm. like you said, you're a wisdom blogger, you're an author, um, mm-hmm. you're a teacher, I would say. So mm-hmm. when you think when you were thinking of taking that to the next level, can you give us some idea of what kind of things you had in mind or what that might have meant? Well, what that really meant is that, you know, I had to formulate a um I guess really when you think about it, a marketing plan, um, because whereas before I would just, you know, come up with an idea and I'd randomly, randomly, you know, write a, a post. Whereas now I'm thinking, okay, um, there's, you know, there's a focus and I have to keep that theme going. Um, and you know, the theme is a very big parameter. I, you know, I'm, I'm focusing towards the older woman and obviously, you know, my, my blog is called Crone Confidence and a crone is, uh, you know, a postmenopausal woman. So, you know, a 50 plus age group. Um, and, you know, within that parameter, you have to think, okay, well, uh, what, what is it that I want to put out there? What is it that I want to empower these, this particular demographic with and how, and how, how can I go about that? So that's sort of the, the, you know, the, the thought form. And then within that bubble, okay, 
how am I going to get that message out consistently, positively? And, and then of course, how am I going to get that message out, you know, through my blog, through my Facebook site, um, you know, uh, individually, person to person, uh, in public, um, is there going to be, um, uh, classes that I do or workshops that I do. Those were all the things that have been mulling around in my head. And, and right now this month I focused on the social media end. And um, I changed, like I said, I changed my uh, blog's name to Crone Confidence from Crone's Apprentice. I started a Facebook site. I'm now learning social media because I've, even though I've had a blog for several years, you know, I dabbled. I, I didn't really get serious about it. It was a learning process. I, I was apprenticing. I was learning to, you know, hone my writing skills. I was learning how to just, you know, publish a blog and how to do that professionally. And, you know, so now it's like, okay, let's get serious about it. And a lot of the steps that I'm taking are strictly um, research, um, education, um, to get myself up to a, to the next level of professional um, social media. And, um, you know, that's part of the whole, the whole um, project that I was intending to do. So it's really two part. It's not only, you know, honing that focus of what I want to say, but it's, it's how I'm going to get it out there as well. Well, that's kind of cool because in a way, um, my own three by three project, and I'm just going to borrow your name for that because I really sure. like it. Um, my own three by three project was this podcast, which I think is really cool. And I felt like there were so many synchronicities um, with you doing this project and changing your blog. And I am also really kind of taking things to another level, doing something that I wanted to do for years and I've kind of procrastinated. And so it's interesting because I'm, um, Obviously, I'm recording this content before it actually goes out, and I'm very close to launching. Um, and so this podcast is my 3x3 three three project, and what that looked like for me, um, like you said, it just gives you you know, this intention and this focus and, and makes it something actually in black and white. Now, for me, it wasn't even so much the concepts that were hanging me up, or like you said, you sort of think of something, and in the moment while you're inspired, you do it. And I realized I needed to create time to do this. Um, and one of the things that that always kept it pushed down my to-do list was that the production time on doing a podcast is a little bit more challenging than my blogging. Um, for mm -hmm. me, I've been blogging for 10 years. It's kind of easy. So in a way I was kind of, um, almost in a rut with the blogging. Not that I don't love it and not mm -hmm. that, you know, it's not everything that it always was, but for me creatively, I needed to do something that took me out of my comfort zone a little bit. I needed to feel excited. Like this morning I was excited and a little nervous because I was interviewing you and I got to tinker with all my equipment and all that. And, and that stuff's fun. But I needed to, as a lot of people I'm sure who would listen to this would say, I needed to carve out the time to do this. And I'm a big believer in making really small 
action steps, um, especially things that can be repetitive and things that um, you almost have to try really hard to fail at um, so that, you know, you can have a lot of small successes. So, for instance, with my writing, you know, I know a lot of people who write 5,000 words a day. Um, I like to write comfortably 2,000 words a day. So I make my goal 1,000 words a day. And the reason why I do that is because it tricks me into um, having a goal that's really attainable. And so I have a lot of successes and that creates a a certain kind of momentum and a feeling of accomplishment. Um, Whereas even, you know, if my goal is 1,000 a day as opposed to 2,000, that allows me to feel really great about that day that I hit 1,500 instead of feeling like, oh, crap, somehow I failed. Um, so it's really an adjustment in the mindset. And the other component for me was um, just sitting down and looking at my schedule and realizing, do I have a couple of hours three times a week, um, to work on this podcast? And so just as according to the rules of your project, the three by three, um, I sat down and I found, you know, time Monday, Wednesday, and Friday where I could do something, um, that worked towards the podcast. And for me, I kind of leave that open-ended. I create this block of time and I tell myself, you're working on the podcast. And that can change depending on who else is involved. In this case, I'm collaborating with you. And so I'm here on a Wednesday morning recording an interview with you. And that's my action um, for for right. the day. Um, and so some days those actions might be tinkering with the you know something on the website or it could mean um working on you know the branding or something visual that goes along with it like a graphic or something like that and the thing was is i wanted to create time that i dedicate that's that that's really the bottom line for me i create these really small pockets of time three times a week, and I tell myself and the rest of the world, I'm going in my study, I'm locking the door, and I'm doing something that has to do with this. And that's my rule. I totally agree with you on that, Slade, because if you don't um, notch out that time, I mean, it's amazing how you can be busy at doing absolutely nothing. And so you have to actually physically block, block out a, a you know, sense of time and like you say, focus, and this is what we're doing today. And even if it's just I am, you know, um, surfing the web trying to come up with ideas, I need to focus. This is time I'm allotted towards this project. Um, and I agree with you. You know, it's the old, you know, under-promise yourself and then over-deliver. It, you'd be surprised. Once you sit down and you focus, it's amazing how you can actually achieve more than you actually set out. And I totally agree with you that if you don't set that time aside, you get nowhere. And that's really what the 3 by 3 project did for me, is it forced me to um, be aware that I have three segments of three things that I need to do this week, and so I need to set that time aside. So something that I noticed that did hold true for me um, is that I had a really great first month, which often happens. And then because I so often have that middle of the three months is there's a dip. It always comes in some form. And so in a way, I'm a little bit philosophically resigned to it. I don't freak out as bad. Now, 
the friends of mine who have heard me complain about <laughs> about <laughs> it in the moment would say otherwise. But there is a sense of, oh, this is how it happens. This is how it goes. I go in really strong, and I was recording all the stuff, and you know, and it was uh, it was very exciting. It was magical. It was creative, and I felt you know excited just to have something to focus on in that way. Um, it really invigorated me. And then February came along, my second month, and I had all these technical issues, and I realized there was a lot of equipment and technology stuff that I was doing wrong and it, everything kind of like came to a screeching halt for a minute and I had to work all that stuff out and then once I had that worked out I my brother is a sound engineer FYI <laughs> um, yeah. so that helps <laughs> um, so once my brother kind of straightened me out um, on the uh, the tech side of things a little bit I had much more confidence to do the interview segments because I didn't want to invite you guys on until I had my stuff worked out. You know, that would be a disaster to involve someone else. So um, I, for this last month, I have been, you know, I've gone back in with this new confidence. I know what I'm doing. And now I have all these other people participating with me. And so, you know, when I look at that arc, it's like big spike, big dip, and then a spike again. But um, the, the spike that happens towards the end feels a little bit, calmer and less excited and and more about confidence um and so it looks like i'm gonna come in all right you know and 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 i'm gonna pick another thing um for my next three month period to do like this um and the thing that i want people to note is i still keep doing all these other things there's lots of things going on in my world that have been my focus for you know some period that then become um sort of routine actually it's really easy for me to now recognize the fact that um this project owns these time slots um and it was it would actually be harder to take it away from that now it's 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 become part of my schedule and so it's much easier to kind of manage and just sort of infuse it into everything else i'm doing so it'll go on the back burner and i'll put something else in the hot seat so to speak but it 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 is about for me because um, we all have all the little things we have to maintain, you know, that aren't going away. It's mm -hmm. like we can't freeze everything and just focus on one thing. So for me, it is always about focusing on one thing among many. And it doesn't mean that the other things aren't maintained and they don't get done. It just means that one's kind of the pet for a little while and it gets a little bit more attention <laughs> than the other creative children. That's that's true. You know, like through this whole project, one of the things that I've... Um, Folk realizes I have a book in me. And um, so, of course, you know, instantly you get all excited because if you're a creative type person, that's what you do. And then you follow that tangent and you get, you know, you, you get all these little projects out there that are, you know, just started or half finished or whatever. And so what I did, and, and it was actually uh, a technique that you taught me, and that was to get um, recipe cards when you are considering writing a book and write down each idea that you have on a recipe card so that you can have them out in front of you and you can organize them as you need be to, to make a, a beginning, middle and end of a book. So every time an idea comes in my head now, I have these recipe cards and I just write them down and put it aside because that's not what I'm focused on right now. But that idea is there. And, you know, that might be next month's focus. Um, but for now, I just have to get that out of my head. So I can focus, go back to what I'm doing right now. Um, and, and if you're a creative person, you know, you've always got things percolating in your head 
And um, it was a great tip that you taught me just to, you know, get it on a piece of card, put it aside and move forward on what you're doing. I love it that you um, are actually one of those people who listens to my advice and implements <laughs> it. It's such a it's such a wonderful affirmation to. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like it's really nice. I'm sure that a lot of people hear my ideas and and my when I share my techniques for something. I'm sure there's a lot of people who hear that and say, "Oh, that's really cool." But there's definitely a smaller amount of people who um, implement it the way that that you're doing, even with this uh, idea of accepting my challenge because I realized now that we're having this conversation I was really cheating by putting out there to people here's a really good way of like having a project um why don't you go do this and if you do it let me know um meanwhile yes I did have my own project but I didn't really approach it as as sharing mine originally um so I'm kind of sharing it now but one of the things that I was interested in hearing about since you are kind of you're at a different stage. I'm kind of near the end of mine. You're still closer to the beginning. So I was wondering if you had any of, of those kind of insights about um, like, what is this process revealing to you at this stage? What are you finding out about the process itself? Well, I'll tell you the, the one of the things that has held me back for many years is because I overanalyze things. So, you know, I get so far ahead of myself and I think, um, you know, this is the end result that I want, but oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know this. I don't know how to do that. I don't have the technical skills. And then you just, you know, you freeze in that, um, you know, uh, I can't do this. It's so beyond me. So what, um, I'm finding right now, and I'm trying my best to step back and go, okay, like you say, I'm at the beginning of this particular project, um, baby steps. You don't have to know everything. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, just, you know, do something right um, around that big bubble parameter of what you set out, that intention that you've set out. And um, that's really been the biggest um, lesson that I've learned is um, not to get ahead of yourself, just to focus on what you're doing. And, and yeah, it does creep in every once in a while. I go, oh my gosh, you know, like you say, there, there's, you know, there's bound to be a dip somewhere along the lines. And it's like, oh, you know, what happens if I run out of ideas or run out of actions? You know, am I, you know, am I going to have to fail epically out in the big wide world? I don't know. But all I can think about right now is focusing. What's the three actions I have to do this week? And, and hopefully, you know, at the end of the week, when I report it on my blog, it's, you know, I have something that's to show people, yeah, this is actually working. I mean, yeah, like you say, you, you were cheating, you were putting it out there. And now I'm sort of putting you to the test. Okay, let's see if this works late. Right. Well, that was the challenge. Uh, I w wanted to see if somebody would test the theory outside my own head. And so here you are doing that. Um, one of the things that you just mentioned was that you are reporting on it every mm -hmm. week, um, you know, being accountable to your own audience, so to speak. So um, there is a way for other people to kind of follow along with your progress, correct? Yes. Uh, yes, you can go to my uh, blog, croneconfidence.com. And every Monday, I report on what went went on the previous week. Um, and so, you know, it gives me a chance. And usually by Saturday, I'm going, oh, my gosh, you know, like, what am I going to, how am I going to say this? What am I going to do? And it, and, it, and it gives me a chance that if I've, I've got two more days left, that I've, if I've missed an action plan, I can get on it and get it done. But I really, 
just because of my schedule, um, I'm unable to sort of really get anything done Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I try to get the bulk of my actions plans done at the beginning of the week. So usually I have everything in place by the time I'm reporting on it, you know, I'm writing on it on Sunday for Monday's um, publishing. Um, it's, um, yeah, you, you know, you can follow it along. You can check each week out and see how I've progressed. And, and you know, I've had people say that they've been inspired to, to try it themselves. Um, you know, one lady I know is going to be actually, she's a, um, she's a knitwear designer. And she's, she said, you know, I'm going to finally uh, do this project that I've been working on. And this particular 3 by 3 project has inspired me to, you know, do the actions step by step to get it done instead of just, you know, putting it uh, out there in the one day file. And uh, so, you know, that's kind of neat too. I, I, like I'm in, you know, that I'm inspiring other people that, you know, you're seeing that this is actually working. It's sort of a pay it forward kind of thing. I love it. It's so mm -hmm. cool. I just had yeah. the sense, I just had the sense of how I somehow had something to do with a knitwear design. Yeah, <laughs> that no happening. That's, that's really, that's really I'll cool. I'll send you a picture if she does to me. So will you come back on the show at the end of your three by three project and give us an update on how it went? Absolutely. It, it might be an epic fail or it might be an epic win. Who knows? But but absolutely, I'm uh, looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to, um, uh, you know, seeing what comes of it. Wonderful. Well, just before you leave, one more time, tell everyone where they can find you online and if they want to find you on Facebook and connect with your community. Just um, We'll put the links in the show notes, but uh, just go ahead and tell everyone who's listening where they can find you. Sure, thanks. I'm on Crohn's Confident, CrohnConfidence.com and also on Facebook under Crone Confidence. And uh, you can reach me either way and um, I'd be happy to invite you along and happy to talk to you and um, happy to be part of your tribe. Thanks, Diana. This has been great. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, Slade. I really appreciate talking with you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shift Your Spirits. For show notes, links, and past episodes, please visit shiftyourspirits.com. You can listen to the show online or subscribe to it in iTunes. If you're new to podcasts, it's that purple button on your iPhone. Click it, search Shift Your Spirits, and hit subscribe. Then all the episodes will be there for you automatically. Also, if you want to support the show, it would really help me out if you'd leave a rating and a review in iTunes and share it with some friends you think would be into it. If you'd like to get an intuitive reading with me or download a free ebook and meditation to help you connect with your guides, please go to sladeroberson.com. And if you're interested in my professional intuitive training program, check out automaticintuition.com. I promise to leave you a message and answer to a concern or question you may have today. So take a moment to think about that. Hold it in your mind or speak it out loud. I'll pause for just a few seconds right now. You're just beginning. Be teachable and humble. Don't pretend you know something if you don't because you're liable to mess things up and make your path more complicated. Ask yourself what you need to learn right now. Do you need to find a teacher? Do you need to research, read, or study something first? Maybe you just need to be patient and do some journaling for clarity.
more information is coming in, so wait for it, and I'll talk to you later.